Welcome to Sports, 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 the focus on faith and family of sports and culture. Coming to you from Park Place Arts in Anderson, Indiana, with me tonight, my co-host, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop. Gentleman. gracious. Gentleman. Yeah. Just one of you tonight. Because I show up. Rowdy doesn't show up. No. Episode 83. Where is Rowdy? Spring break? Spring Spring break! Spring break! Yeah, he's on spring break. He's got he's got his shirt off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Getting his around. beads. Get, yeah, he's earning all earning those the beads. beads. Uh, yeah, he is not here tonight. He's in the Ozarks, correct? I believe that's correct, that's yes. Missouri? Last I saw, he was visiting a haunted hotel, <laughs> I believe. With his young children. With his young children's, yeah. Dad of the year. Uh, so uh, yeah, Rowdy is Brand, not... doing that Branson thing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> watching mm-hmm. all them shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, hey, okay. So how how are you? I'm I'm doing quite well. Yeah. I feel good. Yeah. Any any updates? Any um, life updates? Anything you want to share with our our listening? Audience? I mean, shameless plug. We got a new exhibit opening here at Park Place Arts first Friday. Oh, in Anderson. tomorrow in A Town. Address five one five East Eighth Street. And Opening is from 5p until 8p. Oh, very nice. Free wine. Oh, nice. Come Crackers, check cheese. Come, sure, why not? Coat check. Uh, no coat check. No coat check. Yeah. Don't wear a coat. Yeah. We don't have anywhere to put coats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Limited space. Yeah, you heard it here. Well, but, thank you for joining yeah. us tonight. Uh, as always, we are on all the podcast apps. Go out, find us, hit that subscribe button. We thank you for joining us tonight. Normally, at this point, I throw it up to Rowdy. Since he's not here, I guess I'm doing it. Hey, me, how about some sports? Hey, how about it? How about it? First up, we got the Final Four preview. We are down to four in the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament. Yes, we are. And how are our deep analytics turning out? Deep analytics are are doing pretty pretty pretty, pretty, pretty well. So on one side of the bracket, we have the number one seed out of the ACC, Virginia, the Cavaliers. Virginia. Uh, the Auburn Tigers, the uh, SEC tournament champion, Auburn Tigers. So we got blue and orange against blue and orange. Orange and blue against blue and orange. Is that the difference? I guess. Wah- Isn't UVA more orange than blue? Wahoos versus... You think so? Yeah, I guess that's in true. My, yeah. In my mind. And, yeah. And yeah. then Auburn is more blue than orange. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we got Wahoos versus... Who's versus War Eagles. Yeah. And in the second game, I don't think these are in order of time... Texas Tech Red Raiders versus the Michigan State Spartans. Humans. Tom Izzo's Spartans. Humans, the Izzo's. Yeah. Yeah. Don't bet against Tom Izzo. Don't bet against He's Tom Izzo. He's getting you in the final no. four. So what got us here? Uh, lots of games. Lots of, uh, yes. Lots Quite of a, pain for a lot of people. Lots of close games. Uh, where do you want to start? Duke, Michigan State? Why not? Okay. Big so, one. So Duke... Um, advances over Virginia Tech. The game I ha- I had picked Virginia Tech. I was like, this is the game. The Hokies. Uh, they didn't make it because Virginia Tech, Ahmed Hill, guy who should have been taking the shot, uh, missed a, a tip-in of 1.1 seconds left. I think That he- could have been almost a two-handed yeah. jam. So that was the second game Ugh. that Duke got out of so because painful. somebody couldn't hit Clock a- management. Time management. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't hit that, 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 uh, that short 
shot at the end of the game to to uh, ice it away. Choked. Yeah. Is oh my gosh. Yeah. That then they go up and face Michigan State, who beat LSU sixty three eighty. Not even close. Yeah, that was a blowout. And Michigan State pulls it out, 68-67. RJ, interesting facts about the game that I, I uh, heard. Zion Williamson, all-world everything. Yes. Just an unbelievable specimen of a ba- basketball player. Incredible burst. Yes. For his size, yeah, 280. Yeah. Did not have a shot in like the final three minutes. The last three shots from Duke were not Zion Williamson. It was Not all R.J. Barrett. It was the R.J. Barrett show. I don't know why. I don't think that's how they drew it up. No. But for some reason, your best player, the guy who basically got you there, you're not having touched the ball. So, RJ so Barrett, maybe he is the next LeBron James. Maybe. R.J. Barrett goes to the to the line, misses his, misses his first free throw, uh, hits his second accidentally. Right. He shouldn't have. Right. The, another interesting thing, Duke was so... Uh, was was so disciplined in that game that they only had three fouls going into that into the. That's last. right, because they weren't even in the bonus. They weren't in the they bonus. They had fouls to give, so they were fouling, but yep. it wasn't putting uh, wasn't putting Michigan State on the line. So they had to they had to foul. That was a foul weird again, game. Yeah, foul again. That's so true. They inbounds the ball to Cassius Winston, who just runs around. Uh, wonderfully, like a crazy fifty-year-old Cassius. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. dude. Yeah. And, and he runs out the clock, and Michigan State pulls out, pulls it out of nowhere, 68-67 to advance, to Tom Izzo's third Final Four in 10 years. And I don't think he's taken a number one seed there in that time. I think they've all been two or less. I think I you're think. right about that. Yeah. And that is the most Final Four berths in the last decade for anybody, right, Izzo? Except for John Calipari. Oh. So he has four, and Tom Izzo has three in the okay. last 10 years. Okay. Uh, so that got us Michigan State. The uh, other game, Gonzaga 69, Texas Tech 75. That came out of nowhere. I didn't watch really? that game, but I was surprised to see that final score come across the wire. Yeah, I didn't think. I mean, I know Texas Tech has had a great season, but yeah, uh, that one that one kind of surprised me over the Zags. Well, and they've got a they've got that really good guard, Jarrett Culver, who was like, uh, you know, three star recruit. Um, was not highly recruited, and uh, in the past two years, he's just turned into a monster with Chris Beard. Yeah, so that they've been fun to watch. They're they, a good team, man. They unbelievable defense, just stifling defense. Don't want you to get off a shot. It's like Love forty it. minutes of hell. Love it playing them. It's yeah, kind of like watching Culver. UVA last year when all they could do was shoot the three uh-huh. in Jared thirty Cul- seconds. Jarrett Culver was averaging eighteen point nine points per game, six point four rebounds, and three point eight assists. So. Uh, so Texas Tech goes to their first Final Four ever. Ever nice. Uh, they'll be there with Virginia, who beat Purdue eighty seventy five in overtime. Ugh. The second overtime game, Purdue in the second weekend. Who's the point guard for Purdue? Uh, Carson Edwards, ten for eighteen from downtown. Yeah, unbelievable. Guy was on fire. Yep, forty plus points, forty two points, and literally threw it. Away at the yeah, end. Yeah. That was a heartbreaker. Yeah. Ugh. To get it into overtime. Were you the one whose your Fitbit told you that you were in uh, cardiac mode for like 28 minutes? Yeah, that was on the Purdue. <laughs> that was the Purdue Tennessee game, the one that went into overtime. I looked at my uh, 
my Fitbit and it said I was in uh, aerobic activity for the last 20 minutes of see, that game. That's See, if Rowdy was here, we could prove this is why you watch sports. Yeah, it's yeah. exercise. Yeah. He'd be all about it. Oh, my gosh. He could be eating an Impossible Burger, watching sports, and getting a workout all at the same time. That Virginia-Purdue game, like, I legitimately, like... My, I think I wrote this in the text. Like I had no emotional inventory left oh, to yeah. put into any of the two games on Sunday. Like completely spent. I was just completely spent. It was those two Purdue games, but really the Virginia game where it looked like Purdue. Purdue was up eighteen at one yeah. point. It looked like they were it socking a it away. Out. Yeah, and it, they just Virginia slowly ticked back. Were, a, were able to overtake them and then hit that. Was his name? Uh, Dice, I can't remember his name, now, but the guy who hit the the little floater, the little floater, mm-hmm. yeah, Diacate, Takate, Mamadi Diacate, I think is how you say it, Diacate. Man, that was the first. That was the buzzer first beater. buzzer beater in the entire in the tourney. tourney. Yeah, to go to OT, not even to win. Yeah. Now they did win, but yeah, right. And it was closer. I mean, they were down two, and they had. Time Purdue had time, and yeah, like you said, Carson Edwards just threw it away. Next well, game was oh, got so squirrely. Yeah, Auburn, Kentucky. Auburn beats Kentucky seventy-seven, seventy-one. Uh, oh, yeah. Bruce Pearl and Auburn's first Final Four. Yeah, as well. So Texas Tech and Auburn are in their first Final Four. I just, I mean, my Auburn hate goes without mentioning, but Bruce Pearl on top of that. Mm-hmm. I got a buddy today, big UK fan. We were talking about it. I, I issued my condolences to him, and he was like, worst part is Bruce Pearl. And he took his jacket <laughs> yes. off and his shirt. He's got big sweat rings on his arm. He's like, uh, come on, put on an undershirt. It's not like this is the first time you've taken your jacket <laughs> right. off. You know you sweat. Right. You've had 39 <laughs> games this yeah. year. You, Even if you just realized it this year. Come on, Bruce. Yeah, keep yeah. it classy. Yeah. <laughs> come on. Yeah. That dude. Ugh. So right now, who do you got? Who you got? Oh, state. I'm still alive. Okay. My bracket is still alive. I've lost three of my four Final Four teams. So I had I lost. I lost three of my four Final Four teams in, in three, three consecutive, consecutive games. games. Yeah, yes. that's brutal. Well, I lost Murray State. You know, last week, two weeks ago, or whatever, right. and then I had Houston and Purdue along with Michigan State. But I'm still alive, and by my records, I'm looking here. I still have 1,150 points available if State wins it out. Now, Whip Taters, mm-hmm. our deep analytics bracket, has 1,210 points available, so we can win this whole thing. The only problem is that Jerry. From the radio cure has UVA win and all, and he has a possible uh, point total of twelve hundred and forty. But Rowdy, am I doing this right? He's done seven hundred ninety. That's all he's got. Yeah. So uh, right now Rowdy is in fourth, tied with me. Right, tied with you, or actually tied for third. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Jerry from the radio cure. Is sixth. Whip Taters is t- in a three-way tie for eighth, mm-hmm. and my bracket is just out of sight at thirteen, just waiting for just wait, waiting to strike, waiting for the Spartans. Yeah, but we had a run. lot. What do we have here? Three UK, uh, three team or brackets that picked UK to win that are done, and one, two, three, four, five, six brackets that picked Duke. So how's our Whip Taters bracket doing? Whip Taters. Still in it because they have Michigan Tied for State. eight. Three-way tie for eight. Okay, but if Michigan State wins it. 
It's over. Number one with 1,210 points. Yeah. And that'll even beat my bracket because I max out at 1,150. Yeah. So Whip Taters, which I was part of. So yes, I could, yes, yes. I, I, oh, for I, sure. you know, for sure. we could still win this. I think we will. As I long don't as think... one of those two, yeah. or one of our three, That's yours, right. mine, or, or that one. And where are you at? Uh, Since I'm tied with Rowdy. You're, tax, you're, you're maxed out at 790. Yeah. So you and Rowdy are done and tied, so no one wins, hmm. which is just as good as not losing. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm. What am I? Oh, one and one now. Oh, one and oh, brutal a tie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But who do you got in these games? Well, first off, it looks like I my rough my rough math here. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight of these games, eight of these twelve games, were were six points or less of the of yeah. this weekend. There were oh, unbelievable. Every games. game was great that I watched. Yeah. Every game was great. Yeah. So right now I'm gonna go. I'm probably just gonna go straight Ken Palm. I I got Michigan State winning uh, the first game. Yes, over against Texas Tech. Texas Tech. Yeah, actually, actually, that's the second game. But, oh, and in I've terms got, of, I've got okay time, and then yeah. I've got Virginia over Auburn. I think that's not even going to be close. Auburn, really? Yeah, Auburn's running gun. Auburn is running gun. They've got those two Jared Harper and Bryce those Brown point guards. Yeah, two short point guards uh, that want to run, and Virginia wants to slow it down. So I think it'll be an interesting distinction between those two styles. But uh, and Virginia can score more than fifty this year, which is a good thing. Which is, yeah, it's yeah. new for them. Right, it's new for them. Right. But they play great defense. They they're do ranked five in some metrics. They're ranked the number one defense, but they don't allow their three point percentage uh, defense uh, ranks number three, which is what oh, which is what oh, I'm sorry, that's Auburn, but that's what they want to do is shoot the three. And Virginia, you want me to shoot it? Or that, that is right. And Virginia is good at defending the three. The three. They spread you out, yep. and they can yeah stick on you. Yep. So, yeah, Auburn shoots the ball at 38% from three, and Virginia allows 29% from three. Ooh. So I think if you can shut them down swing. just right there, that's going to be a huge You're swing. You're going to shave off 10, uh, 15 points yep. right there. So I have Virginia winning it. Okay, so you got UVA and State in the big game. Yep. Who you got? Michigan State. Absolutely. His owner. His owner. All day, All every day. day. Yeah. 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 It's going to be awesome. And I hope he cusses out everyone on that Is team. Is that who you have? Absolutely. Okay. That's and who then, I had from the get. And then the uh, other game? Come when, about Wednesday, Chris Beard from Texas Tech takes the UCLA job. You heard it here first. Yeah, I get. Yeah, sure. I got the inside track there. <laughs> yeah, you got your connections out what there. What is it? Oh, Woodward, the Wizard of. Uh, I forgot. I forgot where they are. UCLA. Oh, UCLA. Uh, is it Woodruff or Woodward? Wood, something like that. I can't even remember yeah. now. Los uh, Angeles. Los Angeles. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I guess they're talking to Jamie Dixon from TCU as well. No. Yeah, and they Horn also frog. talked to John Calipari, but we'll get into that. Yeah, we're, we'll get yeah. there. Yeah. So who you you got? Michigan State. Michigan Virginia? State. I'd like to see Michigan State UVA. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then uh, still state state. And let me look here. What was my final score? A little low, at seeing how these tournament games have gone. But my final score prediction was sixty eight sixty one, but that was Michigan State Purdue. 
which is super low for both those teams, seen as Purdue scored 99 points yes, the other night. Yes, it's low per, low for Purdue, but not for Michigan State. Not really for State, is it? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I want to see... For the, the championship game, I want to see domination. I don't want a close game. I want Michigan State to just handle business. Incorrect. Yeah, Wrong I answer. Know. Wrong answer. I know. Yeah. The other two games can be close. That's fine. But I'd like to <laughs> get see, them there. I'd like to see no, a because 20 that's point what happened. victory. Was it 2011 or 12 when um, UConn went up against uh, Butler in the championship game? And Butler shot like 18% in the first half? It was terrible. Yeah. It was a boring game. Well, I, I don't, don't want it to that. not be close because the other team can't throw it in the ocean. I just want to <laughs> see like lockdown defense. Okay. Shot blocks, steals. Okay. Missed dunks. Yeah. Flagrants. Physical think- game. I want a physical yeah. game. So it's in Minnesota. You think it'll be well attended by all four teams? No. Michigan State. I think Michigan State's going to be the homer crowd. Yeah. Now, Auburn will travel. Yeah. I have no nothing about Texas Tech, although... Texas people, Texas fans are crazy. They're yeah, good but, fans. And this is the first time they're there. And that's so. a big deal. Yeah. UVA, nah. Do, so I don't know. the word on the street was when they played in Louisville for that regional final against Purdue, it was like 80% plus Purdue fans in Louisville. I love it. Yeah. Uh, right after the game, Tony Bennett said it felt like a, felt like a road game. Good. Did not feel like well, they mean, were Louisville the Well, I mean, Louisville should seat. be a home yeah. game for Purdue. Purdue. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I don't understand why the Final Four isn't in Indianapolis every year. It's a great central location. Because the NCAA is a not-for-profit, so they're definitely not doing it for money. Well, but that's even more reason. It'd be cheaper to have it. Yeah, Indy. it would be You cheap. wouldn't have to fly everybody mm-hmm. out there. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yep. Unless get- they got to pay for their own tickets. We'll get into <laughs> that, guess. too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think they do. So uh, Auburn, yeah, Auburn is an interesting case. I They... I can't handle an Auburn championship of any kind. In the net, they were ranked 18th. They were four and seven against the What's their seed? quad one. Five? They were five. They, they were, were five, five seed. seed. Yeah. So we got a five seed, a three seed, a two seed. And one one. A UVA was the one. Yeah. Yep. So one, two, three, five. Yeah. We'll wait till Rowdy gets back to see. So, uh, you know. Talk about his picks. He it, did not do well. Because he, he picked all chalk. Yeah. He did not do so well. Yeah, no. he had some kind of he binged it or something, but <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, I, keep I don't like chalk. Keeping with the uh, NCAA, Ja Morant, my from guy, Murray State, the Racers decides Ball to turn boy. to decides to turn pro. Why wouldn't he? Yeah, number two pick overall in my world. Yeah, Zion Williamson, Ja Morant, and then the uh, JT Barrett, RJ one, two, Barrett, or RJ Barrett, one, two, three. Yeah, that's what I think. So you have him going too. I don't even know. Well, we don't know who has the number two. No, they haven't done the lottery yet, have they? I just hope he doesn't end up at like the Knicks. Come on. Don't go. That'd be terrible. Knicks is where people go to die in the NBA. Knicks have been wretched for 25 years. (laughs) I mean. Ever since John Starks left. John Starks and Patrick Ewing and Charles uh, Oakley. Charles Oakley. We're remembering uh, some guys. We are remembering. Uh what was Derek May? Um, not Derek Mason, but Mason. Mason Jed Edwards Jones. That big forward they had that was real mean. He was good. Anthony Mason. Anthony Mason. Yeah. Anthony. Yeah. So uh, you excited to see him in the next level? You think his game translates? Absolutely. Ball control, handle, outstanding. Good vision. He can shoot. Passing is good. 
Uh, he can drive to the hole. He's physical. He's he's a he's an all around great player. So it looks like oh yes, it I is. think he'd be number one if it weren't for Zion Williamson. New York Knicks currently have the worst record in the NBA. That's a shock. Followed by the Phoenix Suns. Uh, okay, I could see him in Phoenix. Cleveland Cavaliers. No, 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 no. Chicago Bulls. Yeah, he could be the Derrick Rose they always wanted. They had him for a year. He was the MVP, Derrick Rose. Yeah, yeah. He just can't stay healthy. Yeah. So a lot of people are comparing his game to uh, Russell Westbrook. I don't like that comparison. Tell me why. Because he's not a dick. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> I said comparing right? his game to well, Russell Westbrook. Well, I mean, part of that is your game. No, I can see the comparisons. I don't. I think he's a smoother. He looks smoother on the court to me. He's got that kind of game and that kind of motion that high bar, but more Jordan esque. Like Jordan sure. was had unbelievable skill and talent and abilities, but he also looked good doing it. He was smooth, right? Yeah, I I could see that. Um, Russell Westbrook is a volume player. He's got to get up twenty five shots exactly. to get his twenty points. I think he's kind of a ball. Even the other night, he had a double, triple, double, 2020. Did he really? Yeah. The, only the second in, in history. Boards? Yeah. Was that the other third guy? Assists and, and rebounds. Oh, it was assists? Yeah. Oh, it geez. was. Uh, yeah. Points, rebounds, and assists. 2020. I'm shocked he passed the ball that many times. So he accounted for at least 60 points of his team's total. I think they scored 119. So well, PG probably had 40. So. He, but he had to put up like 23 shots. I think it was like 9 to 23, 9 to 24, like something like that. Carmelo Jr. John Morant doesn't have to do that. No. He he facilitates. Yeah. So And like we've said before, he's the first player ever to average 25 points and 10 assists in the NCAA. And his first D1 offer was from South Carolina State. This dude was on nobody's radar. Yeah. I read a thing where he went to Murray State because his dad gave him the advice, go where you're wanted, not where you want to go. I thought, that's interesting. Hmm. And he felt the most comfortable at Murray State in, what is that, Western Kentucky, Murray, Kentucky? Yep. And uh, that's where... I got a lot of respect for guys that have that amount of talent that go to these smaller programs. Mm -hmm. Not because they can just wile out, and they're obviously going to be probably the top player in their conference, but they feel comfortable, and it just proves that you don't have to go to these top 10 huge programs to go... I mean... If he's not number two, he's a top three, four, five at the most draft pick. I think I read that he was a finalist for the, uh, for the Naismith. Is that the basketball Heisman? <laughs> it's the basketball Heisman. Naismith, yes. that's the, the inventor of basketball, award. right? The Wooden Award. Oh. The, he is a finalist for that. Peach Basketball. R.J. Barrett, baskets. Zion Williamson. There's 10. Brandon Clark that's a lot. of Gonzaga, Carson Edwards of Purdue, Rui Hachimura of Gonzaga, Marcus Howard of Marquette, DeAndre Hunter of Virginia, John Morant, Murray State, Grant Williams, Tennessee, and Cassius Winston of Michigan State. I got a question. Does the my kid... My boy Elliot got a question. Yeah, my boy Elliot got a question. Uh, what's the kid from Purdue, Edwards? Carson Edwards. He go pro? Yeah, he should. How he tall needs... is he? Oh, he's short. Does, yeah. Is he short, or is, does he just look short because Purdue has so many monsters this year? He's six foot one. Well, that's not that short. I mean, I mean that's doable. Yeah, it's not five ten. No, but Michael Jordan was like six foot six. Yeah, and he seemed small. John Stockton was six one. Yeah, ish. No one was saying, "Hey, John Stockton, you're tall." 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I mean, but it's <laughs> but it's not just it's not on the face disqualifying. No, it's huh. not a mugsy no, no, no. bow. No, no, no. You know, like, no. yeah, yeah. So I like that kid a lot. Yeah, I he's think, smooth, man. He's I like a, his attitude. He's not all about himself. He's a team player. Russell Westbrook, I do Westbrook, I did not like that comparison. And in the in the tournament, he he had two games with forty two points. Sick you, against Virginia, forty two points against Tennessee, twenty nine, and against Villanova, just blew out Villanova too, yeah. eighty seven sixty one. He had forty two, half the half the. That half is the a lot in the NBA. Yeah, much less college. Yeah, yeah. When you're half your team. Yeah, his handle is nasty. Mm-hmm. Kid can dribble. So where's he go? Four. I'd like to say two. Oh. Two. No, I'm Carson Edwards. Oh, we're talking about Carson Edwards now? Yeah. Where's oh, he I go? I'm still on Ja. Um, oh, no. Carson Edwards, middle round. Okay. okay. You think he's a first rounder? No. His handle's good, too, though. Mm-hmm. He can stroke it from mm-hmm. downtown. Mm-hmm. Deep. Stroke it from downtown. You, uh, <laughs> you sound like you're a, I don't know, it's... Like I'm watching a 1980s TNT basketball. Exactly, yeah. You watch it like what, NBA Jam on Saturday yeah. morning. Yeah. He strokes With it from Ahmad downtown. Rashad. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, he's, is he first round talent? I don't know. He I have no idea. Big 10 player of the year. Leading scorer in the Big 10. Mm-hmm. Got a great shot and he's shooting pro threes. Mm-hmm. Big time pro threes. Mm-hmm. Maybe not Curry-esque, but... He's shooting 30 footers. Yeah. You know. Man, I'll tell you what about him. 20? I was so ready when it looked like that they were going to the final four. I was so ready. Oh, they, in my mind, they were in the final four. When Big City Adam was here, he said, Who who do you think Uh is going to make it? And I said, Purdue. Yeah. And he laughed at me and I was like, Listen, what you need is is you need good defense. Yep. You need some good three-point shooting, and you need a guard that can take over the game at any time. And that's what they got. And that's what they had. And I was like, I was ready to rub it in and uh-huh. say, this is this is why I thought they could do it. And then they Booyah lost. Kashan. And then they lost. So, Not only did oh, they well. lose, they threw it away. Yeah. <laughs> Next up, John Calipari uh, gets a new lifetime contract from Kentucky. So... Already the highest paid. disappointed Calipari got this offer before my boy Nick Saban, but hey, yeah, yeah. all right, what are you going to do? Already the highest paid coach in the NCAA basketball. $9.3 million uh, a season. Jeez. Uh, now he has a Kentucky. I don't know. Uh, Imagine some... what that money does for you in Lexington. Oh, my gosh. That's horse money. <laughs> That's multiple, multiple <laughs> yeah. horse, ho- yeah. horse high. Right. Heis? Is, I mean, is that the plural of horse? Heiss. 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 Not horses, but heiss. Yeah, I think it's heiss. Allow me to show you my stable full of heiss. Yeah, it buys you a lot, I'm sure. Oh, dude. I've spent plenty of time in Lexington. Yeah. Uh, 9.3 will set you just right. Get that castle out on the Circle 4 road. Look it up. Locals know what I'm talking about. (laughs) So he, I don't know what the deal is. They don't have a time limit on this, but he's basically can, they say he can coach as long as he wants. How old is he? Do you know? I don't. Uh, When he's ready to retire, he's, he has a position as some sort of like 
liaison, not a liaison. Oh, like a liaison between Adidas and the University of Kentucky? Uh, yeah, Nike. I think <laughs> they're Nike, a Nike Yeah, they school. are a Nike school. Yeah. Or uh, Nike. He's 60 years old. Oh, well, he's got every bit of five, five yeah. to eight more. Don't you think? Oh, for sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah, he'll probably Not coach. 10. He'll, he might coach 10 more years. Yeah. Once he does that, yeah, then he'll transition into being kind of the face of the athletic department or a face of the athletic department and for as long as he wants to be there. An ambassador, that's what they were called. Ambassador. It. I don't know what you get paid for that. Probably not $9.3 million a year, but at that point, I mean, let's just say he coaches and doesn't get a raise. That's $93 million. But you're getting a card with un- unlimited flex points. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, you're just going to the cafeteria and getting whatever him, you him want. Him and Jennifer Garner. Yeah, yeah. it's the la- It's like the last week of school. It's the Lexington Venture Biles. Yeah. <laughs> yes, when you got all those points you got to use up. You're <laughs> yeah. getting all them breadsticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Each, yeah. a, each sauce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All that. He's He gets $100,000 a year, but he can only spend it in the bookstore. That's right. Yeah. Getting all those sweatsuits, flip sides, <laughs> yeah. hoodies, yeah. windbreakers. Oh, yeah. yeah. So and, and apparently around this same time he got a deal from UCLA. They they slid an the, offer here. They huh? slid the offer across the table <laughs> for that's six not even, years. That's not even going to get close to it. Six years, forty eight million dollars. <laughs> so they asked him to take a pay cut to come to UCLA and live in LA for uh, LA versus Lexington versus Lexington right. for less money. <laughs> So he said, "Gonna go ahead and pass, gonna go ahead and pass yeah. that." Yeah. I'm the king of Kentucky, <laughs> yes. and you want me to move to L.A. for less money <laughs> yes. and sit in that traffic? Give yeah. me a break. So, what's the deal here? What's what? What's your thought on this? Is does UCLA just not have a good understanding of where they stand in the pecking order? Or it's a parlay? Yeah, they they're working on something. Yeah, I, this is to, my right? this is my working yeah. theory. So tell yeah. me more about that. They got to right. You offer the best coach in college basketball, arguably, but. Last decade, he's mm-hmm. been the best coach mm-hmm. in college basketball. More Final Fours than any other He coach. can recruit anybody and everybody. Right. More one-and-dones than anybody. Mm-hmm. And in spite of all the one-and-dones, he's still got, what, four Final Four appearances in the mm-hmm. past decade. Mm-hmm. Sitting at 709 career What was that? The last year, or two years ago, six guys go pro off of that team? Mm-hmm. And you got 12 dudes on the team? Mm-hmm. I mean, incredible. Yeah. So I, I think your theory is right. They're offering this guy... Money, because this is the deal they want to give somebody else, and then they can say, "Well, we gave Calipari this deal, so we think you're as good as him." We think you're as good as him. We know you're not, but we're going to tell (laughs) you we think you are. Yeah, don't read the fine print. Right. Yeah. Right. No, that's yeah, that's my working theory. I I think think, I think think you're on it. I think that's what they're doing. I think that they can then say, even if it's seven million, then somebody's going to say, "Well, you know, I'm probably not as good as as John Cal, but seven million. If anyone besides Four or five dudes think they are as good as Calipari. They're they're out of their gourd. There's a handful of dudes that are good, if not arguably better than Calipari. But it is not anybody going to UCLA. Mm. Who do they have right now? What happened to Alford? So Mike Shashevsky gets well. We don't know how much he gets from Nike, but he gets nine million from the school. Or Calipari we don't gets know how much he gets from, from the, the boosters. What's that? Or we don't know how much right, he gets from right, the boosters. Right. Yeah. So I think they're probably, yeah, trying to do that. Calipari, Shashevsky, Izzo, Bayheim. I wouldn't even put Bayheim uh, in there. Who am I missing? 
that you think is in the top five? Roy. Roy yeah, Roy and, and Bill Self. Bill Self. I wouldn't put Bayheim in there. No? I mean, he's been really... Not he, a 3-2 zone fan? When you look at <laughs> over the past five years, I think he, they haven't won 20 games in the past five years. Oh, I for think, real? I think that's right. So he's, he's, uh, he's trending down. Right. Okay. But he's a long-tenured coach and has had lots of success. Right. Over right. multiple what, 20 Final years fours, or yeah, whatever. He's NCAA been there. championship. Yep. So just don't write. Uh, yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be. Hey, look. Well, this is what we were offering, John Calipari. Who do you think they're hunting? Did you already say that UCLA? Chris Beard, I think from Texas Tech. Oh, uh, maybe like a Bob Huggins. Maybe uh, uh, what's his name? Wojo from Marquette. Um, is that where Wojo went? You know yeah. the other one that I've heard recently, Jamie Dixon from TCU. So he he was at Pitt for quite a bit of time. And I think he he took Pitt to a Final Four. Did TCU make the tournament? No, they did not. Yeah, and then they were on the bubble. And then, uh, then he went back to TCU, which was his alma mater. So it, I don't know if they're going to be able to pull him away from that. I mean, when you go from Pitt and the ACC to TCU, that doesn't make a lot of sense unless you're no. going home for some reason, or you right. know that you're about to get hit with some like major infractions from the NCAA. It's coming down. So it's hard for me to think that like he's going to move. Is he a all- Texan? He went to TCU. Okay. Well. So unless he's getting those, you know, $7 million, then $8 million that they offered Cal, then, yeah, I don't, I don't see him But moving. you can't think these guys expect to get Calipari money, right? You think they, they expect it? They get well, eight, I think eight, that that's... Nine? I, in, my, in my mind, no. But I think that they extended the offer to John Calipari so they could say Oh for I I, I am in part. total agreement. Yes. Yeah. So over the past Jim over the past five years, Jim Beheim, eighteen wins, twenty three wins, nineteen, twenty three, and twenty. But one of those was like a final four run. Run. Like Well so he has been kind of tapering off. Yeah. So And he's had some there's been some uh, squirrely things happen up there. Has, in the has yeah, well, yeah, people have died up there. Yeah, <laughs> well, uh, recently that's true. Like uh, I said earlier, in the, don't in get in the, the car with him in the conference in the past five years. Nine, nine, ten, eight, ten wins. So bad, no, no more than ten. Bad, and he didn't lose more or wasn't below ten wins in the one, two, three, six, seven years before that. So Let's yeah, say how long he's been there. It's got to be pushing twenty plus, right? Uh, it doesn't, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it does. It, man, it's been... No, it's been like 30 years. Has First really? year was 76, 77. 30? Yeah. That's 50. 40 years. 40 years. Good Lord. <laughs> Good. Good Lord. Oh, my goodness. Yep. What else we got here? Uh, oh. Hold on, real quick. Yeah. Do we have any NIT updates? Is the NIT over? The NIT is not over. I believe Lipscomb is playing for the championship. If I if I versus, uh, let me look. Great. Hey, great question. Great question. <laughs> so we've got. Uh, Take it. Indiana got knocked out. They did. Wrong. Lipscomb versus Texas. Oh. Yep. Texas is favored. Uh, seventy-seven, seventy-five. But Lipscomb. You know the thing I like coming about out of Southern. The best thing I like SoCon. about the NIT. All the different rules. 
<laughs> no, I'm not even aware of that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They test rules in the NIT. I'm oh, not even kidding. Word? Yeah. Last year they had quarters. Like, of, oh, that that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. No, the the best thing I like about the NIT is the uh, higher seated team gets their home court. Oh, in the first round. Now the the, the final is still at Madison Square Garden. Oh yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, in the early round. Yep. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Makes for a great crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is a new. I was. I wish Rowdy was here. I was very excited. He would about help this. us with this. Yeah, but we're going to introduce it so that he can't deny this. We, yes. he has to be a part of this. Hey, Rowdy, uh, we found your new favorite baseball player. Since since Showtime Otani is out this year, he is. We needed to find you a new favorite baseball player. Oh, I love this. And this, it was actually very easy. Was it? Yes. Okay. So we need a segment for this. We'll do this weekly. Just Tweet like, at us. Facebook us. Instagram yeah. us with if, your ideas on this segment. If you have a name for this segment. Yeah. So Rowdy's, Rowdy's new favorite player. Is the the one and only Beefy Baseball Boy. Beefy, Very good Beefy Baseball Boy. <laughs> yes. Rowdy Telez. Telez. Rowdy Telez coming in at. Well, allegedly 255, 6'4", 255, but take one look 255 at, if he's on a five-day fast. Take, a very, take one look at this very good beefy baseball boy, and that you will know. That big hunk of impossible beef is 285 if he's an ounce. <laughs> he he uh, is in his second year. He played 23-ish games last year. For the uh, Jays. For the Jays. So far this year... He's had 14 at-bats, already dinged two dongers. Oh, I hit dingers. Yeah, batting 286 with a 714 slugging. Up until today, it was a 900 slugging. So he, he did go... 714's not terrible. He went one for four today. Oh. He's a lefty, and he's uh, very good against the right-handed pitcher. What position does he play? Uh, well, I'm glad you asked. Okay. So if you're six foot four... Two quote in air quotes two fifty five, and you're in the American League. What position do you think he plays? Left field. <laughs> no sir, designated hitter. <laughs> oh yeah, I got the league off. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's he's de- just chewing, chewing gum, spitting seeds, and hitting dingers. Yeah, that's right. He is a he is a designated hitter slash pinch hitter. He has not. I, I as far as what I can tell, he has not taken uh, any time in the field this year. Um, but he he's a he's a lot of fun to watch. I'm pretty sure he's the guy who uh, went down on a knee earlier in the winter league and just s- slapped a dong out of the park off of his knee. Off his knee. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, this guy's awesome. Rowdy Telez is Rowdy great. Telez. for the Toronto Blue Jays. Here's another thing: international so, superstar. So here, that's right, and that's one of the appeals I think for Rowdy. Yeah, knowing Rowdy. I mean, he likes the Anaheim Angels or the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim because their hats have an A on it, (laughs) an A's for Andy. (laughs) Right. So it's Andy. So so we've got that going because it's a Rowdy. His name is Rowdy. Yeah. Ryan John Telez, aka Rowdy. The second thing he's gonna like could have gone Ron John with the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. He liked that they were. on the West Coast, right, which means he'd never have to watch a game. That's right. 10, 10 first pitches all the time. All the time. He's right. never going to have to see a game. Right. You know what's great about Rowdy Telez playing in Toronto? Canada time. That's right. <laughs> We're on Canada time on on Canada channels. Yeah. Not never going to see that. Not going to get nope. the games. Nope. No. Blue Jays, not very good. Mm-mm. Not going to be on prime time. 
And they play indoors, which Rowdy would like. No, yeah, yeah. As the game was meant to be played. <laughs> That's right. As <laughs> in the as, Rogers Center. Right. Baseball. Let's play that indoors. Yeah, so let's play two indoors. Yeah. <laughs> so Rowdy, your new favorite player is also Rowdy. You're welcome. So we need to come up. We need you back so you could come up with Or a theme song like Rowdy to Les. Yeah. Something. We need uh, to, we need the audience's help on this. He's a rowdy. He's a rowdy. <laughs> he's a rowdy. Hit just all he does is hit dingers. <laughs> uh, I came up the best I had just was house and hot dogs. <laughs> do they eat hot? Do, <laughs> do they eat hot dogs and can? No they poutine. Poutine. Yeah. poutine. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, just sitting in the dugout eating poutine. Gets up, hits a dinger, goes right back to it. Mm-hmm. Big old cardboard boat. Full of poutine. He's he's a he's a good underdog story. He says he plays first base, but I've never seen it. <laughs> twenty thirteen. Well, he is a lefty, and you don't have to move. That's so. right. Twenty thirteen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not a lot of range. No. Just ask Pujols. Yeah. Uh, drafted in twenty thirteen by the Blue Jays in the thirtieth round. So interesting guy. And he's up now. He is up. Yeah. He has played in six games so far this year. Is he a free agent in a roto league? He is a free agent. Like mm-hmm. I said, in our Roto League, I think he's under 10% owned. So. <laughs> That's high value. So, yeah. Hey, man. It's what you call a sleeper. He's got... He, he or in could, his case, probably sleep apnea. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, He could be a four-category contributor. Not going to get you a lot of stolen bases. Eating. Hitting. <laughs> hey. Are we body shaming Rowdy yeah, already? Yeah, we are. I'm we, sorry. Let's be body positive here. But poutine is delicious. So... That's what we got with the on the rowdy Toledo. You front. think they make poutine with tots and some old bay? Oh man! And then put and then slice up hot dogs on top. Yeah. So boiled hot dogs. So, so let's let's break this down. All right. All right. Here's our food segment. <laughs> <laughs> the man, best we, sports we podcast. Just... Best sport co- uh, sports podcast about food you've ever heard. <laughs> yes. So uh, let's say we've got the poutine. Let's yeah. let's make it traditional. Okay. okay? Fries. Frites. Fries. Palm free. Palm frites. Mm-hmm. We got the gravy. We've got the cheese curds on top. Oh, I forgot about the curds. So you're going to add... Are the curds fried or loose? Loosey-goosey. Loosey-goosey. Okay. Yeah, loosey-goosey. Just chunks of curd. I like it, yeah. Curd chunk. No way, just curd. (laughs) So I'm going to put a hot dog on top. Just one? Am I... Well, corn dog. Am I cutting that vertically? No. Or horizontally? Horizontally. Into like six or eight. You're saying end to end. Like beanie weenies. Beanie weenies. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you're saying little chunks. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Little discs of hot dog on there. You know, about three quarters of an inch. (laughs) Something like that. The visual helps me. It doesn't help our listeners. Right right about like that. (laughs) Now, if you want to get squirrely, we can go sausage here. Now, if you're doing sauce like bratwurst or something... If you're doing sausages... Did you just drop the W on that? Bratwurst. <laughs> okay. Bratwurst. <laughs> Yavol. Uh, I could get behind a vertical cut there, lengthwise. It's not really vertical, more lengthwise. On your poutine? On my sausage, bratwurst. Yeah. Any sort of worst. Mm-hmm. Eleven worst. I don't know. Bloodwurst. I don't know. But I the think... sausage might be a little over the top. What if it's a Dodger dog? I see on a Dodger dog. What the hell's a Dodger dog? It's just a longer hot dog. Served at Dodger Stadium. California, man. Yeah. So I think. Are I, you going long ways? I think I'm going to go. I'm but then you got to cut it with your spork or whatever you're using to eat it. Yeah. And definitely. I'm imagining Rowdy would use a spork. Definitely. Well, because the fries Cause it's are. gravy. The fries are long anyway. I want them to mirror 
the length of the fry. <laughs> we don't want any length jealousies here. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I want it to just like, it, it's a callback to the okay. length of the fry. All right. I think it'll, it adds, and it adds a little bit of uh What are we charging for this? 14? Uh, is that Canadian? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> yeah. So now we're down to like 10, 25? 10, 25, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, a lot of the a lot of the stadiums are trying to be more uh, family friendly, family friendly, and and get their prices down. Um, I mean, I think well, eight bucks. I'd say eight bucks, but if you want it in a commemorative batting helmet, oh, yeah. eleven bucks. There you go. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah. And then and that thing's gonna have some heft to it. I would think so. Yeah. I mean, for a good a good poutine gravy, it's it's <laughs> thick. What is poutine gravy? It's not like a red eye gravy. Is it a sausage gravy? No, it's a brown gravy. Brown it's gravy? like a brown beef gravy. Okay, yeah. and I think some got poutine that, get has that roux like, going. That's right. Mm-hmm. Get, 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 get a little <laughs> yeah. bit of roux. Mm-hmm. Yeah, onion. I think that most poutine. I have to look this up. Um, also has like beef chunk on it or something, right? This is where we need rowdy, like rowdy. shaved beef or like beef tip. I think it's like shaved beef, just the tip. No, the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Uh, national dish. Okay. Hmm. It's the national French dish of fries. Canada? Nope, just French fries, cheese curds, and brown gravy. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so the hot dog is our original idea, which I think Rowdy would be in full. What if there is an impossible hot dog? Mm-hmm. Would you call it, would you change the name? Would you say like dog teen, hot teen? Oh, we can't say hot teen. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not in this era. Uh, <laughs> really? In, what in if any you era? say... Mm, poutine, hot teen, dog teen. How about uh, friendly borders? I don't know. Open borders. What else we got? I think, on. I, I think we've beat this horse. I think we've covered that. No. What was it? Hires? Hire, what was horse plural? Heis. Heis. We beat this heist. We beat these heists to death. <laughs> Ooh, and another reoccurring segment, we got the Nails of Justice. Oh, what is Lenny up to now? Lenny is heading back, possibly heading back <laughs> to court, but this time it's civil court. Oh, so we're just trying to get that paper. Uh, Lenny Dykstra is responding to former teammate Ron Darling's accusations of using racial slurs during the 1986 World Series when he when they were both members of the New York Mets, the Miracle Mets. You don't say. <laughs> I shocked. I, tell you. I am oh, color me shocked. Yeah. So according to Ron Darling, that uh, Lenny Dykstra quote said every imaginable and unimaginable insult and expletive in in. Oil Cam Boyd's direction, a player for the Red Sox. Foul, racist, hateful, hurtful stuff. He believes, this is according to CBS, he believes that the slurs Dykstra used were, quote, worse than anything Jackie Robinson might have heard. I am so sure. I am going to just yeah, say I'm no. Gonna, I'm going to call foul on yeah. that. So this was brought up to old, old Lenny, old Nails. See what he had to I say about it. I can only guess it. he had not a lot of time for this. Uh, quickly, he said... Those are lies. I'm going to sue him. <laughs> what because is that? if there's one place that Lenny Dykstra is comfortable, it's in court. One's spoken, one's written. And I can never keep him straight. Slander is spoken and libel is written. Got it. Yeah. I will not remember that, but thank you. Yes. So he's suing him. How am I not going to sue him? Well, you no, just We got you just any figures? No figures yet. It's just a lot of words being thrown around. Racist ones. But, yeah, um, <laughs> apparently. 
Um, but he also added that no one got along with Ron Darling uh, during their time on the Mets. And if he would see him, he would drop him like a redheaded effing stepchild. <laughs> he said this on a radio show. Oh, I love it. Our buddy, Lenny Dykstra. Lenny ain't got no time. He's not fussing with this. Yeah. He is. He's not happy. So, no. so he gets out of court two weeks ago, gets his case dropped. Um, what did he go from like? Oh, from ho- the hold up with the Uber yeah, driver. I forgot. Terrorist yeah. threats and kidnapping to. This guy won't like, let me out of the car. Hey, dude, pull over uh, right, right here. here. <laughs> Just right here. Yeah. Hold a gun to his head. Because yeah. say he's kidnapping you. Yeah. He goes from that to, you know what I should do is sue uh, former, uh, former teammates. This is going to look good. People are going to believe me. Do you know what the impetus was for this teammate to go on the record with this? These allegations, uh, just that he's thinking Lenny's crazy, and it's a new he. So oh, Ron Darling book. has a new book coming That's out, right? Yeah, about the, the. So maybe it is libel. Yeah, I guess it could be. Maybe it's both. Could be. So double dipping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I I'm gonna go ahead and say I bet Ron Darling's probably not wrong on this. You think? Yeah. I mean, I don't know about the whole all of what he said. Can he prove it? Because that's all that matters. Mm. Well, according also according to Lenny Dykstra, he wrote a book, or a book was written, um, and he said uh, he had thirty. I wrote a book myself. I had thirty lawyers calling me, fact checking everything. There's not one person to back this up because you know why? It's not true. It's all a lie. Innocent until proven guilty, right? I'm, I, you gotta side with Lenny till this thing gets uh, innocent goes. until you can get a plea deal. <laughs> well, that's true too. Yeah, innocent as long as you have the money. Yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll keep Lenny, track of this. I mean, Lenny just he he likes he likes litigation. He likes the spotlight. He likes the uh, court system. <laughs> he criminal likes, justice. He system. likes the bright lights of the criminal justice of the system. courtroom. Yes. Yeah. Wonderful guy. Good grief. Yeah. What a what a man. So. I guess now we have some more sobering news. Oh, my. Yeah. (laughs) Spend all your time waiting for that second. The news of the Alliance of American Football has suspended operations immediately. We would like to look back and reflect on some of the all-time greats from the AAF. In memoriam, Garrett Gilbert of the Orlando Apollos, 2,152 passing yards. DeMarquise Gates, Memphis Express, 52 tackles. Jarrell Presley, Arizona Hotshots, 431 rushing yards. J. Ron Elliott, San Antonio Commanders, 7.5 sacks. Charles Johnson, Orlando Apollos, 687 receiving yards. Ryan Moeller, San Diego Fleet, four interceptions. Never forget. That's right, folks. The AAF. This is, I'm blown out. Suspended indefinitely. Operation suspended indefinitely. (laughs) They made it eight games. They made it eight games, folks. Out of ten. Out of 10. They couldn't even finish their season. Yeah. And 
call back to the plane tickets. Pretty sure they had to pay for their travel, their own travel home. That's what I've been hearing. Yes. Oh my gosh. So ahead of the week nine games, they've shuttered. This is only two weeks uh, after Tom Dundon uh, made a allegedly two hundred and fifty million dollar yeah, quarter bill. Yeah, uh, cash injection into the league. Come to find out, that cash was per week, not two hundred fifty million per week, but it was being distributed, distributed out per, per week. week. Okay. And at any point, to cover payroll, correct? Yep. And at any point, he could he took <laughs> over the he took over the um uh the, all the the board of directors. So at any time, he could do whatever he wanted. Oh, so and is he, he the just, one that pulled it? Yep. So what about all his monies? Gone. He was trying to turn it into a, a minor league deal for the NFL, and uh, Goodell was like, "Well, buddy. yeah, because there was still three years left on the collective bargaining agreement, so they couldn't do anything until then anyway." Oh my which was Charlie Ebersol's and Bill Polian's whole point was, "Hey, we're going to keep this thing afloat for three years, and at that point, then we'll turn into the minor leagues of the NFL." My God, alas, AAF. I'm blown out. We barely knew ye. We did. Do you have yeah. any additional, too soon. additional comments Going about too soon. the AAF? Any of your favorite moments from, from the league? Um, <laughs> not really. This song, though, uh, all I can picture is dead dogs. <laughs> or dogs with one eye. Cats with stitches. Isn't this a, we totally don't have rights to this isn't song. Isn't that that pet song? And we played way more than we even have rights to. But yeah. Let Sarah McLaughlin come after us. But didn't Radio Cure tell us something about if it's on YouTube? Yeah. Oh, this is on YouTube. Yeah, sure it is. <laughs> yeah. YouTube.com slash Sarah McLaughlin <laughs> slash dead dog commercial. <laughs> so That's this not is, even the right song for that pet commercial, is it? I have no idea. This is the City of Angels song. No. This is throwback. So this is a crazy. I'm I'm really blown out this right now. This is the best Nick Cage movie ever made. Soundtrack from the best Nick Cage movie ever made. City of Angels. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Well, I guess football's over until September. Cool. Yeah, we've got the thanks AAF draft to look forward to, and then in the 20, draft is coming up here in a couple in, weeks, and then in 2020 the XFL, which they've already said they are spending 550 million dollars. To keep that one afloat. You mean lighting it on fire? Yeah. And playing eight games worth of that? Hey, hold on a second. Let me start this over. <laughs> Loop it back. <laughs> hey, drop it in right with the hook. <laughs> right right at the hook? <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh. This is sad for two reasons. Rowdy's not here, and the AAF is no longer. Yeah, this is like right in Rowdy's wheelhouse. Yeah. I just hit that. Yeah. Right in Rowdy's wheelhouse. He's like, oh, good, less sports. Right. Yeah. He would be celebrating this yes. for sure. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm disappointed. I think... We, oh, I'm blown out. We spent a little, a little bit of time uh, talking about this. I thought it was going to be bigger than it was, but it's gone now. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. Not the first time I've heard. I thought this was going to be bigger yeah. than it was. Huh. Really? Yeah. That's what uh, we're dealing with here, huh? Not surprising, though. The AAF was very popular in the betting world. Yes. Uh, Westgate um, decided that they were going to refund anyone who made futures bets on the AAF champion 
uh, FanDuel as well. So they Orlando were, Apollo, right? The Orlando Apollo have been named the AAF champion, according to FanDuel. Right. So anyone who bet on the Apollo is going to be paid out. Everyone else will be refunded. So they're just eating that. I'm guessing it must not have been a lot of money. Probably not. The yeah. Apollo ended the season seven and one, outstanding record. Yeah. Uh, eighty-seven point five percent. Yeah. Two hundred and thirty-six points for, one hundred thirty-six points against. Yeah. And five and zero oh in their conference. And who coached the Orlando Apollo? Oh, ball co- head, head ball coach. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Not surprising they yeah. were good. Run that same play and tell him to catch this time. <laughs> Just brilliant, <laughs> genius coaching. All right. I'm done with this song. Yeah. What else we got? That's it. That's it. That we've done it. We that, did. There's it. nothing else. We did Lilith Fair Sports. So if you're still listening, <laughs> yes, we did Lilith. <laughs> if you're still listening, apologies. If you're Sarah McLaughlin, you know, sorry. Sue us. <laughs> yeah. We, we'll call yeah. Lenny. We'll call Lenny's lawyers. <laughs> so we love you, and we know we maybe you know someone who might be willing to let us love them too. So if you're a fan of any of the things we talked like about, including... Platonic love, not Joe Biden love. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Including the Final Four, UCLA's new coach, undercutting current uh, salaries of new hires. What? Baseball park food. Baseball park food. Kanada. Really any kind of food. Yeah. Uh, yeah. North of the border foods. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lenny Dykstra. Litigation Ron of Darling, all types. Any, yeah, anything that has to do with uh, former baseball players in court. And really. failed sports leagues. Then go ahead and let the, that friend know about us. And send him a link to the episode. That's it. We did it. We did sports. Episode 83. As always, I want to thank the guru Mikey, Jet Belly Music, the commissioner Brandon Casburn, Rowdy for being here. And the honorary ball boy this week is... Milwaukee Brewers' own relief pitcher Josh Hader, who uh, on Monday evening pitched the first immaculate inning of the season. Three outs, nine pitches, nine Ks. You're out of there. Congratulations, Josh, Josh Hader. Uh, we, we won't be digging through your Twitter anytime soon. Mm-mm. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sports, 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 spot at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss, including what we're going to call the, the new segment. The new segment for Rowdy's new favorite baseball player, Rowdy Telez. Rowdy Telez. Uh, look him up as well. Check him out. Great baseball face. Beefy baseball boy, <laughs> yeah. Rowdy Telez. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? Well, how about it? Yeah.